Welcome to Help and Hope, a podcast of CCEF. Welcome to Help and Hope. My name is Winston Smith. I am a faculty member at CCF, and we're joined today by Brian Munnings, who is a staff counselor at CCF, Mike Emlett, faculty member, and Miriam Herzog, who's a graduate of our counseling program and an employee here at CCF. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. We nice. got, got a full house today. We're going to talk about something that takes four brains to, to figure out, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We got a uh, question submitted recently on the website. Uh, it goes like this. What's the biblical perspective on competition? Is it ever good to be competitive? So let's not try to outdo each other here on the answering. Uh, right, no, no, none of that. Uh, Brian, why don't you uh, kind of get us started with some of your thoughts? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, yeah, competition is, is certainly... Um, Big topic, and it's and it's in the Bible. Um, there is uh, we see competition with um, uh, sort of God and Satan, um, with Adam and Eve, with Cain and Abel, mm. Jacob and Esau, mm. Abraham and Pharaoh. Uh, so we certainly have lots of examples of competition. Um, but sort of one important part of, of competition, uh, one aspect is is the component of uh, comparison. Uh, seems to be kind of a key part of of competition. Um, and just thinking about a few a few passages, um, I think about First uh, Kings uh, talks about Solomon being um, or having wisdom that surpasses uh, all people in the East and in, in, in Egypt, um, and uh, also Job's daughters um, being the most beautiful um, of all the of all the women in the area, um, and even. Um, David and his mighty men, uh, he had three that were sort of the, the best of them all. Um, so uh, we think about this, this idea of comparison. Um, all right, and even, even Paul, First um, Corinthians, he, he says that he's the least of the apostles, but he worked harder than any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's this uh, comparison aspect um, that even uh, Paul picks up on uh, later in the New Testament. I mean, when I... When I think of competition, it it doesn't strike me as something good. It strikes me as something it, something that um, gets uh, goes downhill pretty fast, at least. So, uh, when I think of competition, I think of kind of ambition and the desire to to win and and to get ahead. Um, so, I guess my mind naturally goes to maybe the given of competition going, you know, going downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Paul talks, Paul does talk about ambition. I mean, he says at the end of Romans, Romans fifteen twenty, it's it's always been um, my ambition to <laughs> preach the gospel where Christ was not known so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. But that doesn't, that doesn't smack of like, I'm going to win, you know, kind of thing. But elsewhere... In the New Testament, uh, ambition, I think, is is qualified by the term selfish. You know, selfish ambition, and which is one of the, yeah, one of the uh, works of the flesh in Galatians five. So I think you can be, in a sense, ambitious or competitive in a in a good way, but it, you really go off the rails pretty quickly. I think into a place of, if you will, selfish ambition, where where. The competitive drive becomes it becomes about me winning. So, so 
self glorification mm -hmm. yeah. is, is the danger there. Yeah. Is that I am uh, comparing myself to others to the end of, mm -hmm. for the purpose of self aggrandizement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Mm -hmm. So I, as I think about it, and again, I uh, maybe I come back here too quickly, but I think about kids. I mean that I'm sure it's obviously this is an issue for adults, um, but but it comes up most obviously maybe for people when they think about how to talk to their kids and they see their own kids on the one hand uh, struggling with um, defeat and failure and you know on the football field or at the spelling bee or whatever and uh, on the other hand they may struggle with seeing their kid become really arrogant. Little jerks, you know, and they, and the way they strut around or the way they act. So I was thinking about, you know, not that I, not that I um, was a total success at this, but as I talked to my kids about competition, I guess my my focus wasn't on. I think I tried to steer away from kind of a good or bad. Like, mm -hmm. is competition good or bad? Obviously, there's something good about it. Or I wouldn't let them compete in sports. But I, the focus I tried to direct them to was, you know, God has put you together in a particular way and giving you particular gifts and he's put you in this world to use those gifts for his glory to help you to grow and to teach you faith and so I want you to go out there and I want you to I want you to work hard I want you to play hard to as a way of giving thanks to God for the way he put you together now mm -hmm. at a certain age that just seems really abstract and hard to wrap your mind around but I do think you see in scripture like um, I was thinking about the way Paul uses these metaphors of competition, like in 1 Corinthians 9 uh, or Philippians 3, these, this language of striving and racing and boxing where he's, he's offering that imagery to us as a way of saying, you know, uh, it's, it's a ministry metaphor. And the emphasis seems to be like on the vertical, how you, how you live and behave before God for his purposes. Right. So... I want to work hard and I want to strive, and my ambition is to please the Lord in serving Him. So, so like in 1 Corinthians 9, Paul's talking about how he has become all things to all people to win some for Christ. And it's in that context. He's like, I work really hard to do that, mm -hmm. like an athlete, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. it just seems like the Scripture doesn't use that word competition and say it's good or bad, it seems like it's more of a matter of kind of emphasis and direction. Mm -hmm. Who are you living for? Right. And are you, you know, striving to, to live for God? Mm -hmm. And can you spur, can you spur one? I mean, right. I, th I think of that imagery, spurring one another yeah. on toward love and good deeds. Right. In one sense, there's a, it, it, there's a competitive aspect mm -hmm. to that. I'm neck and neck with someone. Wow, look, the, mm -hmm. you know, the way, right. you know, that can obviously go off the rails, but right. but I think to what end, as you're right. saying, Winston? Or, or the Hebrews 11 imagery of being surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses and the imagery really being that of a stadium, you know, where, you know, we have these examples of, of faith, uh, mm -hmm. people who live by faith, and we ought to be, you know, cheering each other on to, mm -hmm. to live by faith. So, yeah, there's, there's this imagery of competition and striving, which mm -hmm. seems to be about something really different than what, mm -hmm. what we strive for when we're left to our own devices. Yeah, I was thinking about the, the healthy sense, the good sense of competition that can come from what Mike said about spurring each other on. And uh, we had kind of a difficult decision to make when we had our, our first uh, son's birthday party because we decided to do 
a game where it was a Lego building competition. Ooh, and I like that. And so we said, okay, well, are the kids going to get their feelings hurt if they don't win? But it was really fun because the kids were all perfectly okay with there being a prize awarded to the winner. And we decided to go the old-fashioned way, you know, where the winner actually gets a prize. But it was beautiful to watch this mm-hmm. one who clearly was way beyond the other kids who was so quick and doing it so fast and who, who finished first. Mm-hmm. And he deserved, you know, he deserved that little mm-hmm. prize. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a sense in which we can really be in awe of the glory of God mm-hmm. when we see somebody who does so well, so quickly, like these athletes at the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible, and it makes mm-hmm. us worship God. So, you know, I was I was so bad at sports that I sat on the bench all the time and I got most sportsmanlike award at the end. But, you know, I was always like amazed by the, you know, the physical prowess of some. And so I think we've got to keep in mind that there's a healthy sense, a good sense of competition where we can kind of marvel at God's gifts. So, yeah. So competition can be an opportunity to appreciate the way God has put other people together. Right. And gives you right. that. I was thinking too, just as you're talking about the the value of of learning how to lose That's and right. deal with disappointment. You know, That's my true. my uh, daughters both went through that phase where they wanted to try out soccer. And um, one time, my in laws were were visiting us, and one of my daughters, I forget which one it was, had like five trophies on her dresser, and they were all MVP trophies. Mm-hmm. And my mother in law said, "I had no idea that Sydney was such a fantastic." Soccer player, she's got like five MVP trophies on her dresser. And then my wife Kim said, oh, all the kids get those. <laughs> if, you, if you show up and play, right, right, right. you get an MVP trophy. So I'm like, in yeah. what sense are you the most valuable player? Well, I was breathing and I had on soccer. <laughs> I had on cleats. Um, so it's kind of like, and it's, you can see like people are so fearful of their kids having this experience of being not as good as the other kid at That's something. Right. And sort of, but isn't that life? I mean, isn't, right. isn't that part of accepting at some point my limitations as a human being and uh, not being good at some things and that helping me to search for other things that I am good at, and as you're saying, Miriam, but be thankful and supportive of other people who are better at some things than I'm not. And it's just this mindset of living within a body where we don't all have to be the same uh, uniform, but we can all be different but be good at things and, and, and still work together. Well, I'm feeling better about myself right now <laughs> as we're speaking, and I don't feel like we need to go any further. This podcast. Thanks for thanks for uh, joining us today, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. For more information about CCEF and its resources, visit us on the web at ccef.org.